During the next four to six weeks, a number of companies offering Medicare Advantage plans will be offering presentations on the enrollment or changes in Medicare. However, only the nonprofit Colorado Gerontological Society, Senior Answers, offers accurate Medicare information without any product purchase presentation. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. For nearly a decade, Senior Answers has been providing information on enrolling and changes in Medicare through their series, Medicare Mondays. With their 2022 presentation sessions set to begin, we thought it might be a good time to provide to you the insight on what's going to be covered. Again, we touch base with CGS Senior Answers Executive Director, Ms. Eileen Doherty. Before we continue, she also needs to advise older adults regarding the approaching deadline to obtain their Tabor tax refunds. So under the Colorado Cashback Program, which is the Tabor refund, which some people know as the $750 refund, if you're a single person, $1,500 if you're a couple. If you had to file federal and state income tax, you should either have already received it or you will be receiving automatically your TABOR refund and you don't have to do anything. If you are one of somewhere between 30 and 40% of older Coloradans who do not have to file state or federal income tax because you do not make enough money usually $25,000 or less per year as a single person, $32,000 as a couple, and you didn't file because you didn't need to, that group of people, if you are one of them, will only receive this Tabor refund if you file a Colorado income tax form which is known as a DR0104. Now, it's a relatively easy form to file because you basically check at the top that you're a full-year resident, fill out the information about your name and address, your Social Security number, and the information off your driver's license. Then on line one, you put a zero, On line five, you put a zero. On line seven, you put a zero. And then you sign it on page four and mail it to the Colorado Department of Revenue. And the address is just Colorado Department of Revenue, Denver, Colorado, 80261-0005. And it's on the form. Wow. You made it pretty easy uh, to do there. Is Do they have till the end of the year to do it or the end of October? How much more time do they have to file that form? It has to be filed by October 17th at midnight. Okay, older adults who do not file a tax return, it is just a few more days to get your application in for your $700 Tabor tax refund. Now... It's on to more insight regarding Medicare Mondays. Is that one of the hidden things about Medicare is that you should have some savings someplace to meet these uh, deductibles that that may be hidden. Not not hidden in there, but they are there, but they're in the fine print. 
you got to have some savings someplace so that you could meet those along the way and not pile up a whole bunch of uh, medical bills you have to deal with later. True. And that and those out-of-pocket expenses are if you purchase the Medicare Advantage, you use these services like the outpatient hospital or the oxygen or the durable medical equipment or you have the co-pays for an MRI or you have the co-pays for a CAT scan. So that's the kind of services that you would have the 20% copay on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, it looks like the Part A deductibles, what we're hearing is that you're probably going to be paying about $400 a day if you have to go to the hospital uh, up to, say, four days or five days. Yeah. So, again, if you buy Medicare Advantage, you have to be prepared to have some out-of-pocket expenses and they can be up to as high as $8,400, even though your premium might be zero. If you stay with original Medicare and you buy a Medicare supplement, you will have a monthly premium, a $240 Part B deductible, and then you should not have to pay anything in addition to that for your original Medicare if you go to a provider that accepts Medicare. The question is coming to mind then. Um, It seems as if if you get regular Medicare, then you find a supplemental insurance and you should have yourself covered pretty well without having to deal with the ins and outs of Medicare Advantage. However, I rarely see uh, any um, um, advertising. I rarely see any ads of companies who are offering supplemental uh, Medicare insurance. That is correct. So you got to go find and, those people. Yes, you have to find those people. Now, a lot of the major companies like United, like Cigna, Cigna um, Humana, they all sell both Medicare supplements as well as Medicare Advantage. And the companies pay a lower commission uh-huh. to um, the brokers or the agents who sell Medicare supplements as opposed to if they sell Medicare Advantage, they get a higher commission. Um, the other thing is that Companies get, on the Medicare Advantage, the companies get a per-member-per-month capitated fee from Medicare. So there's incentives for the companies to sell Medicare Advantage and not necessarily the same kind of incentives from the federal government for companies to sell Medicare supplements. I do want to mention one thing on your previous statement, which is if you go with the Medicare supplement, you're not going to have coverage for vision, 
hearing, dental, those kinds of services will be out of pocket. And you have to buy a Medicare Part D plan. And you have to buy a Part D. That's prescription drugs. I'm going to ask you about that right. uh, for okay. a second. How do, for military people or military dependents, how does VA fit into this? Should, uh, should they just take care of their things through VA and not worry about Medicare at all? Or maybe that's a place where uh, the VA, the things you can get through the VA will also cover the things you would get through the supplemental insurance. Okay, so under VA, you're going to use your Medicare Part A yeah. for any kind of hospitalization. Under the VA plans, you do not have to purchase Part B, because the VA will cover Part B kinds of services. Okay. However, we are often recommending that people consider buying Part B or taking part Medicare Part B because we're finding more and more that the VA is not necessarily doing all of the care in-house. And if you have to go to a private provider, or if you live in an area where there's like maybe a VA clinic, they may not have all the VA services and you have to go to a private provider. Um, or if you live in an area where there's no providers, VA providers, um, you probably will have to have a Medicare supplement, and you probably have to have Medicare Part B. You don't have to have it, but we see more and more people as the VA is not able to provide as comprehensive care as they used to. Yeah needing to go to private providers. So, and the thing is that if you don't take your Part B benefit when you are eligible and you decide that you're going to use the VA and then five years in or 10 years in, you don't have the access to the VA then you're subject to the Medicare Part B penalty, which is 10% per month, or no, let me get that right. It's, yeah, 10% per month for every month that you were eligible. So it could be a pretty significant amount of money if you enroll 60 months late. Yeah, if you roll two years late, that's, what, 10% times 24 months? Yeah. Yikes. So, of the current Medicare Part B premium. So if it's going to be $146, no, $164 in 2022, you know, you're looking at a 20 or 30% penalty. You're looking at an additional $30, $40, a month. Wow, wow. Let me ask you about uh, drug costs, drug plans, because a lot of Americans look at Part D in Medicare to handle the drug costs. Now, this is where my confusion is. Was the closing of the donut hole helping drug costs? So closing of the donut hole 
was a nice um, media sound bite. What closing of the donut hole meant was that beneficiaries still have to pay 25% of the cost of the drugs when you are in the donut hole. So it closed it. It just reduced the amount of money that the Medicare beneficiary had to pay. And it, you know, when it first started out, you were paying 100%. And then over time, it has gone down to 25%. The Inflation Reduction Act will cap all out-of-pocket expenses. So I'm hopeful that we might redesign the Part D plans, so the deductibles, the initial coverage period, the donut hole coverage period, and the catastrophic period, which are the four levels that you have in Part D. Yeah. So in 2025, all of your out-of-pocket at that point will be capped at $2,000. But what you're saying is that uh, Medicare, Medicare changes is something that those who enroll in Medicare really need to stay on top of from year to year to year because there's always something that's going to affect, you know, what they're doing with their health care. Well, and the other thing that people need to definitely do this year is review your prescription drug coverage. Some companies are leaving the marketplace. Um, There has been a lot of switching of drugs from tier like two or three to tier four and five. So even people who have relatively low out-of-pocket costs might find that your standard prescriptions are going to be on a different tier in the company that you have. So it's really important that people go to the plan finder at Medicare.gov and really check to see if they want to keep the current plan or if they want to check that. Again, the Medicare Monday information sessions start on October 17th, both in person and virtually from the Colorado Gerontological Society Senior Answers. You will get the accurate information you need to make smart decisions regarding Medicare. To get the locations around the state and times, do go online to SeniorAnswers.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get your second COVID booster for your health and your family's safety, as it may be a tough winter. And we do appreciate you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.